Hello and welcome to Bingeworthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you which of the many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and today I get to talk to you about yet another Taylor Sheridan-produced Western series coming to Paramount+. Plus. This one's entitled Lawman Bass Reeves. Uh, the show follows a real-life legendary lawman, Bass Reeves, played by the brilliant David Ayelowo, on his journey from Civil War-era slave and forced Confederate soldier to the first black U.S. marshal in history and one of the greatest frontier heroes of all time. The show also stars Dennis Quaid, Donald Sutherland, Barry Pepper, Lauren E. Banks, and many more. Joining me to discuss the series is the creator and showrunner of the eight-episode series, Chad Feehan who worked on shows like Rectify, Banshee, Southland, and Ray Donovan. If you liked uh, 1883, another Taylor Sheridan uh, series, this one feels very much like its brother. Uh, at one point, it was even going to be set in the Yellowstone universe, but this is really its own story and a wild one at that. David Oyelowo is perfect as Bass Reeves, as you'd come to expect. You get to see Dennis Quaid really chew the scenery. It's quality storytelling. Um, yeah, just another hit for, for Taylor Sheridan and company. It might start out a bit slow for some, but by the third episode that we got one through three, I was on the hook for it by that point. Very much looking forward to seeing the rest of the series right along with you. Yes, surprise, surprise, another Taylor Sheridan produced high quality series. That's now Yellowstone, 1883, 1923, Mayor of Kingstown, Special Ops Lioness, Tulsa King, Lawman Bass Reeves. There's probably others I'm forgetting. I'm kind of amazed that they're all so good and and as for the interview, Chad and I discuss some Banshee, because I love that show. Uh, Taylor Sheridan, of course, working with David Ayelowo, the idea of lawmen becoming an anthology series with other lawmen, and much, much more. But before we get to my chat with Chad Feehan, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, Deep Focus, and more. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Follow, like, subscribe, and drop us a rating on any of those as we greatly appreciate it. Or just head on over to theplaylist.net for film and TV news, interviews, reviews, and more. As a reminder to our listeners, Lawman Bass Reeves premieres its first two episodes on Sunday, November 5th. Okay, here's my chat with creator and showrunner Chad Fian. Cool, Mike D'Angelo with the playlist. Chad, how the heck are you, man? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, great to speak with you. I was actually just watching uh, Beneath the Dark. I'd never seen it. Um, <laughs> enjoying it so far. Yeah. Enjoying it. It was an interesting, an interesting endeavor. It was the first feature I ever wrote, the first thing I ever yeah. directed. So I, I made my fair share of mistakes, but at the end of the day, we, we made something and we got it out to the world. And so that, that says something yeah, as well. It's keeping me interested. So I'll okay. give you that much. I'll, I'll report back. Okay. Um, but as far as, you know, Lawman Bass Reeves is concerned so far, it's excellent. I've seen the first three, I think they sent out to us. Uh, so congratulations on an excellent show. Thank you. Uh, definitely, definitely want to talk about that. But I also want to shout out. Uh, not only rectifying Ray Donovan, that those great shows, but I'm a huge, huge Banshee fan. <laughs> I'm not sure how much involvement you had in there. I know you had wrote a couple episodes at least. Yeah. I'm always recommending it to action buffs and stuff. I've got a couple of people at the playlist hooked on it. Banshee was a great experience. I, I came in season four, which at the time we didn't know it was going to be the last season. It ended up being the last season. You know, I wrote two episodes 
and moved my wife and newborn to Pittsburgh and produced the show. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to make yeah. that show and wild. Was Yeah. Was, was that one of the, the big kind of like first opportunities as far as like producing a full show or did Rectify come before that? Uh, re- uh, you know, my token crew went Southland, Rectify, Banshee, Ray Donovan. Um, I, I went to, to Georgia and helped produce Rectify as well. I actually, I got my master's degree in producing from AFI. And so I had production knowledge and, um, I think Ray McKinnon identified that and, and, and valued it and brought me to Georgia to help produce the show. And then Jonathan Tropper did the same on Banshee and then David Hollander did as well on, on Ray Donovan. So there's a lot of, I was like thinking about those shows. There's a lot of like narrative overlap in, in both here and there where there's like, these are both men who were on the run at some point. They both become lawmen. They're both very noble. And obviously, you know, their backgrounds are a little different and it's a different time period, but there's some crossover, even Ray Donovan and like rectify. These are about men reckoning with their pasts and protecting what's theirs. You know, all that's there. Is that kind of what brought you to the table for Bass Reeves or how did you get involved here? Growing up in Texas, I heard stories about Bass as a child. There were always sort of this, these stories about this mythic lawman. And then year and a half ago, two years ago, something like that, David Oyelo invited me to dinner. I'd never met him. I'm a big fan of his work. And we immediately developed a, a bond and a friendship. And what really drew me in was him explaining to me where the myth of the man both converged with and separated from reality. And I went home and did an enormous amount of research and became obsessed uh, with the things that I hadn't heard and the things that I didn't know. And so that is what really drew me in, uh, both David and, and the things about Bass I didn't know, um, and felt compelled to be a part of honoring his legacy, no matter how big or small that part was. So I'm lucky that David felt the same way and we got to go on this journey together. Yeah. How is he as a collaborator? Obviously, as an actor, he's just outstanding in just right. this role and every role he's in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a producer, as a creative uh, sounding board, how is he working with them? He's the most graceful human being I've ever been around. And I, I, that's not hyperbole. He deeply, deeply uh, self-aware, has an incredible sense of humanity and the human condition. He's patient. He's loving. He was truly a dream collaboration and firmly believe that he and I will be friends for the rest of our lives. Uh, obviously, this is also another kind of Taylor Sheridan produced series. There's a lot of kind of overlapping uh, stylistic kind of things to the 1883 and stuff like that. I've spoken to a lot of people who've worked on his shows. He's known as someone who is a workaholic. He's he's known for, you know, intending to hand over all these projects, and yet he wants to keep a hand on the wheel so bad. So how is it collaborating with him on Bass Reeves? Was he able to kind of let you do your thing? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard those stories as well, and my experience was very different. Incredibly grateful to him for entrusting me with this, um, for letting me pick up the football and run with it. He was influential, and he has a, a gift of being able to look at a story and say, hey, why don't you try this here? And then afforded me the freedom to try it and do it on my own. And so he was a great collaborator as well. You know, and the machine that he's built allowed us to tackle a massive story 
and not stumble along the way as, as much as we would have had it been a whole new group of strangers coming together. So everybody from his wranglers to his cook to his location people to his G&E department, you know, they'd all worked on his shows before. And so they had the shorthand. And so when we arrived in Texas, you know, it was like grease lightning. So. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I, at one point, I believe, wasn't it announced as like 1883, a Bass Reeves story or something? So was was there a conscious separation of this from the Yellowstone universe, or is it just not something you want to muddy the waters with? How did that transpire? You know, that uh, that iteration existed before I was hired. You know, when I, when I came in, you know, I was sort of asked, what is the story that you want to tell? What's the best story to, to tell? And... You know, one of the things that I didn't know about Bass growing up was being forced to accompany George Reeves into battle during the, the Civil War, escaping enslavement, you know, living amongst American Indians. And for me, that was the most ex- exciting, inciting incident that I've seen for a character. And yeah. so that became the jumping off point for our story. And so, you know, our, our story evolved from there. You know, there, there were, yeah. was conversations about is there any connection to the 1883 universe? But as you know, our story takes place, you know, it starts in 1862 and concludes in the late 1870s. So ish, maybe yeah. people can kind of imagine that. Right. Uh, and I also can't help but notice the title is now Law Men right. Bass Reeves. So does that mean this is some kind of like lawmen anthology where you're going to tell different stories about different kind of lawmen, legendary yeah. lawmen, or is this kind of like... Uh, it goes until it goes, that kind of thing. Truthfully, I don't know what the future holds. The idea behind Law Men is that future seasons would cover a different law man or outlaw from American history. What that looks like in season two, I, I don't know. We haven't engaged in those nice. conversations yet. So. so you told Bass Reeves' story in this this whole 10-episode arc? Uh, eight episodes, and there is, oh, meat, yeah, eight. There, there is meat left on the bone should... Should this story continue? So. Yeah, obviously Bass Reeves is a real guy who has yeah. real stories and, and all that stuff. Did you feel tied to reality or were you comfortable just taking dramatic license? There's there's so much to dig into there. You know, what we know about Bass Bass's life is piecemeal. So we have these touchstone moments that yeah. we built the show around. And then I did feel the freedom to fill in the in-between, if you will. Uh, with fictional stories, fictional characters, but all geared toward 
servicing the themes of the show and the legacy of, of Bass Reeves. Obviously, because of, you know, everyone involved here, whether it's David Oyolo or Taylor or yourself, there's a lot of like great actors that you're looping into this show, even for just like they're, they're coming to play for an episode. Yeah. Um, do you have like a, a favorite cam cameo for, for this season or don't want to tease anything coming up, that kind of thing? Uh, I, I will say that uh, I feel incredibly fortunate by the cast that we got. There are incredible performances throughout. It'd be too hard for me to pick a favorite one. I, I mean, I can say that David Oyelowo's performance, in my opinion, is transcendent. But, you know, we were incredibly fortunate to get the talent level that we did. Yeah. Even brought back a, a face from, from Ray Donovan. That's all I'll say. Yeah. That's all I say. We did. We did. <laughs> brought back a couple faces from Ray Donovan. Ooh. I'm yeah. not sure I saw another one. I'm, I mean, I'm you will. You will. <laughs> I'm anticipating. Nice. With, you know, the the Taylor Sheridan of it all, I'm fascinated how he keeps so many plates spinning and doesn't lose quality in all these shows that he's either producing or writing on or, you know, they're all good, whether it's Yellowstone or 1883 or right. 1923 or Linus or Tulsa King or Mayor of Kingstown. Right. Or this. It's just, oh, my gosh, how many plates is he spinning? And then he's, you know, producing more. Is it a matter of just finding people like yourself to trust and take the reins or does he not sleep in, I think in it's collaboration? A, I think it's a combination of the two. He certainly has people around him that he trusts implicitly. The, the man also has a work ethic like none ever I've ever seen. And it, it's something that is quite remarkable. And again, he has this uh, innate ability to look at a story and immediately hone it, improve it, dissect it. And so, you know, he is wildly talented in that way. Yeah. You have time to pick his brain at all, or is it just like he's on to the next thing? No, we, 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 had, we had several conversations, not only about the story, but about executing the story as well. You know, and again, he, you know, he's got this machine that came and helped produce our show. And so we had multiple conversations about all of that. Nice. Everything from the battle to moments in the story to this AD is phenomenal. You have to hire, her, you know, all of those things. Nice. Yeah. Obviously, you're putting you're just putting this out in the world. There was just a writer strike. But now that that's over, are you do you have anything on the horizon that you're doing next that you're officially attached to anything you're looking to do like genre wise? This is one of the first times in my career that I don't know what's next. <laughs> to be honest. Um, so, you know, I, I would love to continue with Wallman. There are other projects that I've spoken to one one and, and Paramount about, um, but nothing that I'm ready to talk about just yet. So, Fair enough. Yeah. I know you did some work as, obviously, we were talking about Beneath the Dark. You did some work as a director in the past. Is, is showrunner more like the role you find yourself you know, pursuing in the future? Or do you want to jump back in the director's chair and just kind of mix it up with everything? I fall in love with TV, to be perfectly honest. I, you know, to be able to really hone in and focus on a character or characters and have audiences either fall in love with or loathe a particular character and being able to watch them progress over 8, 10, 12, 20, 24 hours, whatever it may be is really what sort of juices me creatively. So I don't see myself going back into film anytime soon. If an opportunity arose to direct on a television series, I would certainly take it. 
I'm not asking you to reveal anything, you know, before it's it's time or anything like that. But just, you know, in in theory, if this is an anthology thing where Bass Reeves is done after this and they want to move on to some other former legend, do you have anyone in mind where you're like, man, that would be really fun to 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 kind of like spin this tale as far as somebody who's been in the back of your head? Yeah, I have a I have a couple in mind, but I don't want to give away not any gonna spoilers. Tell us. Not going to tell us. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So. All right. They are giving me the wrap. I will just say for our listeners, Lawman Bass Reeves premieres on Paramount Plus on November 5th. If you like shows like 1883 or Banshee, like we were talking about earlier, Chad has delivered for you yet again. And I really, really enjoy it. So check it out. Thanks for your time, Chad. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks. All right. <laughs>